family. Um, so I'm back. Um, this episode is going to be a little delayed. Just trying to figure out what exactly my schedule is going to be. I think I got it down pat. I just have to dedicate the energy to getting it done. Um, we have a little bit to talk about. Um, it's going to be kind of dry some of these parts because I want to explain how I'm going to work the podcast moving forward. Um, when, you know, sports and things like that pick up. But I have a complaint, as usual. I mean, what would this be without a complaint, right? So as we know, we are in the season of pumpkin pie spice everything, right? And I'm one of those few people who I'm okay with that. Like, I can give, you know, I don't mind it. Pumpkin doesn't taste like anything. It's just literally the spice mixture that you would put in a pumpkin pie if for some godforsaken reason you were to make a pumpkin pie, right? Right. So... Where's the sweet potato pie spice? But sweet potatoes have flavor, so you can literally do a sweet potato pie coffee creamer. What about the apple pie spice? Sorry about that. Why not have an apple pie spice or an apple pie flavored coffee creamer? And how could I start that type of business up? Because I don't know the first thing about like, you know, food manufacturing, but that could work. And if you are already in that type of industry and, you know, think that that's something you could do for the community because we need it, um, let me know when it's available. I would purchase the hell out of it. So, as always, I have no clue. I'm going to stop moving far away from the mic and then we'll be back. Sorry. Um, So, I have no idea where this is going to go, but we're going to make it work. So, yeah, let's go. Well, as you know, the, um, get it together, girl. The uh, Atlanta mayoral race is upon us. People are already early voting. Um, and so far, there's like two people who um, are receiving most of the votes. And I said I wasn't going to cover this because I don't live in the city of Atlanta. But you just hold on because we've got some juice, okay? So the two front runners right now are, what's her name? Felicia Moore. And good old Kasim Reed. Now, yesterday, of course, when I wasn't paying attention to the internet, the Atlanta chapter of the NAACP has decided to step upon the neck of Kasim Reed. Um, they are usually not involved in like elections, so to speak. Um, something else, really quick. I found out that the the NAACP used to be a five hundred one c three organization they reorganize as a 501c4 because 501c3s are quote strictly uh, prohibited from being involved in political campaigns which makes no sense to me because a lot of churches are 501c3s on paper and they have been very active in the last couple of elections so I feel like um, besides the fact they need to pay taxes that um, there needs to be some kind of investigation going on but that's not what we're talking about right now back to Kasim. So the NAACP, the Atlanta chapter, the president, Mr. Richard Rose, a retired CPA, uh-huh, issued this letter, right? And it was posted on, I guess, their website. People, A lot of people got it through email. I haven't read it yet, but I'm gonna. I know it's gonna be good. It's bulleted. It's on letterhead. It looks real official basically telling the city of uh, Atlanta that they have better candidates. <clears throat> and uh, what do you say? Quote, 
The city can and must do better than elect Kasim Reed again. The president specifically said that there's 14 candidates. Okay. Um, there's other candidates who have been in leadership positions who don't have a record of having administrative issues. We're talking about money. Okay. Kasim tried to fire back and say that they're lying on him. And um, then he went on. He basically said this is because that uh, because he, Kasim Reed, has aligned himself with the the Atlanta Police Department, um, or you know the men and women law enforcement, however he worded it. And then he went on to list the lodges and unions that have pledged their support to him, basically trying to pull rank on the NAACP, specifically the president. He then insinuated um, that they were being influenced by quote dark money interests. I don't know what that is. Um, I meant to highlight it, but I didn't. So whatever. I'll just make a note of it because what the hell is the dark money interest? And then he threatened to take his complaint about the Atlanta NAACP office up to the national office. So now he's coming for the position of um, Richard Rose. But according to the two agencies that reported WSB and um, CBS 46, they're saying that this was a unanimous vote of the uh, from the executives of the Atlanta NAACP. This isn't just the president speaking out on his own. Everybody that sits at the top at the Atlanta office said, we don't need any more of Kasim Reed. But I told y'all that the conspiracy is that he just had Keisha in there as like a placeholder until the, the heat died down. And I told y'all he went on that BS little apology tour and that people were like, is he going to run? Is that why he's saying this now? Here he is running and um, is neck and neck with Miss Felicia Moore, or at least in, for now. So we'll keep our eye on that. It's hot, it's juicy. And once I read the actual statement, I'm sure I might dig into it later on. So I saw this from the New York Times and I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to look into this. Um, but I don't have... It wasn't completely clear to me. New York Times is saying that a patient, well, other people are too, a patient received a kidney from a, quote, genetically altered pig. What is a genetically altered pig? Is this like a pig that was like a clone pig? What do you mean by genetically altered? Anyway, the kidney that was taken from the pig, put into a human at however long ago, is showing normal kidney functioning. Um, and I guess this is a champion thing because there was no organ rejection because it came from a pig, which I think maybe that answers the question I had about, was it a pig organ or like, were you growing a human organ, like in the pig? You know what I'm saying? Kind of like how you can grow an ear under your skin. Like is it, what, what exactly, how do you, but they took this, this somehow quote, genetically altered pig kidney, put it in a person and it's working. And I'm guessing that they're thinking this is going to help with the um, supply issue for healthy kidneys. Um, it, this is weird to me. This is weird to me. And I think morally, it's iffy, right? I know the human, the animal activist groups are going to be up in arms over that um, because the 
are you raising pigs specifically for organ donation? And I think that's very different from raising animals for meat. I think that's a completely different thing. And I know quite a few of those letters are going to have a problem with that. And also, is this, um, for right now, the kidney is functioning, but how far post-op is this? Like, was this a two-year thing, a five-year thing, a 10-year thing? What are the long-term issues? I just feel like eventually your body's going to recognize that this is not a human thing, the, the, this kidney, and it's going to attack it. But I guess it's organic still, so maybe not the same as if it was an artificial kidney. And while I was looking at that, I said, I thought they had artificial kidneys. Is it heavier? Is it cheaper or whatever? Well, they're still in testing mode for artificial kidneys as well. Um, this is the beginning of both of those phases. And I guess maybe in the next five to 10 years, we'll see which one wins out or if both are an option, like which one is more affordable because you're just making the artificial kidney, but you have to grow the pig up, I guess. I, this whole pig thing, I don't know because the pig can't volunteer its services for that kind of thing. So I don't, it's like I said, it was weird to me. I have a lot of questions. I haven't seen a whole lot of answers. I will keep you informed and abreast. Something I saw recently, within the past couple of days, Zillow, remember them, they have decided to quote, take a break from what they were doing, buying up houses from up under the noses of the people that they claimed they were um, just showing houses to on behalf of the owners. They've decided to take a break from it. And um, I'm not buying it. There was nothing sincere about it. Um, they're probably still doing it and they're going to continue doing it. And I wonder if this is going to affect other corporate buyers um, and, if, and if the outrage of corporate home ownership is going to change um, the market. I'm still like a lot of other, what am I, millennial, millennial? Yeah, no. Am I a millennial? Yeah, I think I'm a millennial. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, me and a whole bunch of my friends still waiting for this market, the home market ship, the home market ship. Damn, fresh off the job, y'all. Uh, home market, home buying market. Damn, I still can't get it right. You know what I mean, damn it. I'm waiting for it to pop and, and bust and for homes to be affordable again because they're just not. Um, so yeah, thanks for no thanks, Zillow. I'm not going to get too much into this, but this literally happened over, you know, through the late in the midnight hour. Alec Baldwin, the actor, then shot up some folks at the movie set, um, actually using somehow, somehow this prop gun was real as shit. Um, he killed the cinematographer and severely injured the director of some Western that they're making out in Hollywood. Weren't these folks just on strike? You'd come back from a strike and get popped on the job by an actor, and you know he's one of them bald ones, so first thing I need to check is his BAC. Okay? Um, a whole mess, and really sad. And so I'm... Are they going to continue filming? Are they going to take a sabbatical? Are they going to just sh sh uh, shelve this project and move on? We'll see. Okay, I have another complaint. It's not... It, just hear me. So I love New Orleans bounce mixes of songs that I loved before I heard them the bounce way. 
And I would like to know how I can personally request a bounce mix to a certain song. Every Anita Baker song that I've heard on a bounce remix has been phenomenal, right? The Adele songs too, really good. I just need to know what DJ I can go to specifically and say, hey, I need a bounce mix to this song and have them do it and like not judge me at the same time. There's a lot of songs that just need that, you know, that little kick up to it and 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 it'll work. I just need to know how I can have a personalized bounce mix. Okay, we talked about the Haitian kidnapping of the American missionaries over there. Um, so a group has come forward to claim responsibility named 400 Mawas. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Um, and they are demanding a million dollars a person. Now, some articles that I've seen are claiming that it would just be $17 million bounty. But every other article says that there were 17 missionaries and their kids and family. So I don't know what the group total is, but they want a million dollars a head. Um, now, the organization that these missionaries came from is called Christian Aid Ministry, and they're pretty lucrative, not lucrative, they're, they hold a lot of assets, okay? So last year, they're supposed to be a 501c3 organization, but you know how I feel about that. Um, they reported $87 million in assets, so it's not like they don't have the money. The thing is, this group, 400 Mawas, they are infamous in Haiti for kidnapping folks, and holding them for ransom and doing what they do when they don't get their money. So it's like you can either pay them to release these folks or and then have them continue to kidnap your people knowing they'll get money or you don't pay and whatever happens, happens. Um, the prime minute, what is this? The justice minister the of Haiti, whatever his name is, says that the primary goal is to negotiate release without payment. I don't know if that's something you should have told us, the public, because I'm sure they heard you say that. Um, but I haven't heard any additional updates yet. So it's something that we'll pay attention to or not. No, I mean, I won't. But there's that. Over in Barbados, they have decided they are completely done with colonial uh, or leftovers from the colonial era. They have removed Elizabeth, Queen of England, as their head of state officially. And November 30th, they will be inaugurating their first president. Uh, her name is, they're calling her da Dame, Dame Sandra Mason. Um, Barbados is like, yeah, we off that. We, we on a new level and we need to do this the right way. So kudos to them. Congratulations to, I guess, Mrs. President or Madam President Mason. Brazil has some stuff going on. Um, the Senate or some panel on the Senate decided that their president, oh wait, Jair Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, him, their president JB, we'll leave it at that, should have faced uh, mass homicide charges for allowing hundreds of thousands to perish from the COVID trying to achieve herd immunity and preserve the economy. He is heavy anti-vax, um, declaring that he will not ever be vaccinated. He one of them. So they're saying, you know, off with his head. That's what they said the first day. I think, I forgot what day it was per CNN and some other folks. They came right back uh, less than 24 hours after those initial reports hit CNN and such. 
um, saying, oh, no, 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 we think uh, we're going to drop off on the, the homicide, but we do want to charge him with crimes against hum humanity. So I guess that's not as bad as mass homicide. Um, I still think like they're they're out to get they're out for his neck. They're out. The guillotine is before him either way. Um, but for our Brazilian listener, if you have the tea, please feel free to share with me. Let me know what's going on. So the way I'm going to be doing sports is going to be different, but I'm going to hold off to explain that at the end of the episode. So we're just going to get right into all the sports. And I don't know how many segments this is going to be. So just, you know, hang out. So there were three baseball games that we're going to cover that happened since last time we spoke on Tuesday. So you had this crazy game, uh, the Braves and the Dodgers, where the Dodgers won in the ninth inning like the Braves have been winning. And so they, the Braves still led the series two to one, um, but that was game three. And then you had game four. The Braves beat the Dodgers nine to two, and so the Braves were in the lead three to one. Then last night you had just the shittiest game. The Dodgers beat the Braves eleven to two. So it's a story of two games, meaning game four and game five, and how different how different it was. And then it's also the story of nine innings because it really takes the entire nine innings to win the baseball game. Um. And it's also the story of Atlanta sports. So there's storyline number three. It's just like, are we really going to do this? Are we going to be up 3-1 and then just shit it out? Like um, the Dodgers changed their pitcher early. Like, I don't know. I think it was still the first inning. Maybe. No, I think it was still the first inning. Uh, Joe Kelly, he's a damn good pitcher, but he didn't. His manager recognized he didn't have it early and pulled him. And then we had Max Freed up there forever. Um, until finally in the fifth inning, they said, okay, enough. But they should have pulled him innings earlier. Um, and we just weren't hitting what we needed to hit. And it just, hopefully, hopefully, this is just the case of the yips. They got to get this elimination game lost and done for. But the next game is an elimination game also. Uh, but we're only up 3-2. I do not want a game seven against the Dodgers. I don't trust it. So I need the Braves to get it together. Game six is Saturday, yeah, 5 p.m. in Atlanta on TBS. And also, speaking of baseball, the winner of this series will play the winner of the other series. Right now, the Boston Red Sox are up three games to two against those cheating-ass Astros, and their game six is tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox in Houston. So hopefully the Red Sox pull out of that one, and hopefully the at Fal the oh, Lord, I'm just calling the Falcons, Lord. Hopefully the Braves don't go Falcons on us. <sighs> Am I going to end baseball? Yep, yep, yep. Let's just make it a different section. All right, be back. There's really no other way for me to – I'm just going to skip the how I cover sports from here on out part and just get it right into it. Okay, so <sighs> the NBA is back. Basketball season is upon us. Oh, what a time to be alive. Uh, so let me start with Milwaukee. Their ring – it's crazy. The top of it comes off like Golden State's ones, right? And it's a um, it's a pendant, like a you know, like a necklace. It's a pendant, um, and it's got Fear the Deer and Bucks and Six on it. It's diamonds and emeralds. I love the shade. Giannis said that um, he had to get a bigger one than Costas's L.A. ring, 
because it looked like an AirPod case. So we had to get a bigger one. Um, let's see. We're not going to get into scores, but I'll talk more about why later. Let's see. What happened? The Ben Simmons foolishness. Okay, so he surprised everybody, right? And he came to the practice that one day. Nobody knew he was going to be there, right? So then he came back the, and he was like half-assed and shit when he was in there. Okay, so the next day he came to practice and Doc Rivers, being his coach, decided it was time for him to learn a thing or two. And Doc asked him to join in this defensive uh, drill. He said no. Doc asked him again. He said no. Doc told him to go home. He went home. And so then the Sixers decided to suspend him for one, you know, one game, game they've already played. Um, and so he's back with this, you know, I want out mentality. Um, I love that Joel Embiid said, I don't care about that man. And we're going to, we, we're here with who we're here with. And we're going to go with who we have. That is the attitude that you need to have from your leader. Whatever he got going on, whatever, we're focusing on us. Um. And recently I saw that he had some kind of back injury, quote unquote. So I think that's just another ruse to get paid and for them to not find him. But that's it on them for right now. Let's see. What else do I have here? My notes are all over the place. Okay, so let's talk about basketball from, from Tuesday to last night. So Tuesday, Wednesday, what's the right? Yeah, Thursday. Um, oh, 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 oh. Let's talk about the Lakers and the Warriors. So the Warriors somehow beat the Lakers in that game, 121 to 114. I don't know why I gave you the score. I just told you I wasn't going to do the score, but act like you did not hear it. Okay, let's go. Uh, Steph only had 21 points. Bialisa had 11 rebounds. Steph also had 10 assists. So we got a double-double, but it was 21 points. We hardly ever see such low numbers from Steph Curry, right? Let's go to the Lakers. I'm not going to give you all those stats. I want you to focus on this. LeBron James scored 34 points. Anthony Davis scored 33 points. Nobody else scored more than nine points. Hopefully, they are working through some things and figuring out who's supposed to go where and what. But with all of the off-the-field together time that they've had, you would think that they would have figured this out because didn't they go to Vegas and something not too long ago? I feel like you guys should have had this worked out by now. And I'm not saying, you know, sound the alarm, but I'm saying. Mm. And then moving on from them, let's get a recap, a true recap of the past couple. Again, I'm not covering every team. I don't care about every team. You'll learn about the teams I care about as you listen. Okay. So Charlotte, LaMelo Ball um, matched his career high, 31 points. Comeback win against the Pacers on Wednesday. But more importantly, he looked like money before and after the game. He looked very moneyed up and um, letting y'all know he got all kinds of stylists. He got all kinds of greenery, okay? Um, What better way than to show up in a neon green, yellow? Neon colored suit with a matching trench coat to the floor, or not to the floor. It would have been to the floor on regular size, folks, to match his Lamborghini. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Um, and so the Charlotte Hornets, they've only played one game, but since Tuesday they have been 1-0. and uh, Let's see, Chicago, where his, his brother plays at, 
they look fun. They're a fast team. Um, it's still too early to tell, but it looked good. They are 1-0 since Tuesday. Um, let's see. Aside from the Ben Simmons shenanigans, Philly, they looked like they weren't missing a player. Um, the Pelican. The Pelicans. Let me talk about New Orleans for a minute. Specifically, my play cousin in my head, Zion Williamson. For two seasons, I have been a staunch defendant of his weight um, and of his injuries and the fact that he can play at his weight. And then before the season even started, I saw him in this Mountain Dew commercial with Zach Levine. And they had him slumped slump down on this couch. And I feel like it was strategic so that we couldn't see how much of him there was on the couch in this Mountain Dew commercial. And then after I saw the commercial, I saw that um, he had some kind of uh, foot surgery in the offseason. And I don't think his team knew about that right away. And then I see all these reports that he's over 300 pounds. And he looked it in the Mountain Dew commercial. And I'm just really not understanding what the hell is going on. Because before this season, even when he was 285, whatever, he still looked like an athlete of some capacity. He had the muscle mass. He was able to do, like, he look at him when he played in Duke. He was supposedly 285 then. He was bouncing around doing all the things. The way he looks, the way he looked in that Mountain Dew, the way he looks right now, I'm not seeing uh, an NBA player. And I don't understand. We know you're not broke. We know you don't have a problem shelling out money because you paid the people's salary, you know, when they were on lockdown. Um, I'm going to need you to hire some specialists. You need to get this weight off, boo. I can't, I, I can't, I can't defend it. I can't. The Pelicans are 0-1 since Tuesday. Moving on, because I got to move on. I got I to gotta move on. Uh, Atlanta, they look like they are not trying to be a fluke. Um, they played last night. They won big against Dallas. Um, Cam Reddish is looking like Cam Reddish. She's really to, ready to blossom. Unfortunately, we're not going to see a big O until after December. He has some other kind of surgery. I didn't look into that. It was just, you know, whatever. But he out, unfortunately. But the Atlanta Hawks look like they're trying to put a little package together this year, and I liked it. And um, Golden State. Golden State looks good. Golden State looks good. They played uh, the Lakers and the Clippers, and they're uh, – they look good, and this is before Mr. Thompson comes back, whenever he comes back. Um, they look, y'all, they look good. Uh, so, yeah, that's those are the teams that I'll be following closely. The Lakers, Charlotte, Chicago, New Orleans, and Atlanta. Judge your mama. Though that's who it is, that's who I'm going to be covering. And it won't be game by game, but, again, we'll talk about that in a minute. I was trying to research some stuff for future podcast episodes and I came across this and it pissed me off. So just like in football, the AP and some other people have a top 25 for college basketball pre damn season. 
preseason. I don't understand it. But they gave a list, so I'm going to give you the list, okay? 25, Virginia, 24, UConn, 23, St. Bonaventure, 22, Auburn, 21, Maryland, 19, Florida State, uh, no, 20, Florida State, Lord help me count, 19, North Carolina, 18, Tennessee, 17 is Ohio State, 16 is Arkansas, 15 is Houston, 14, Alabama, 13, Oregon, 12, Memphis, 11, Illinois, 10, Kentucky, 9, Duke, 8, Baylor, 7, Purdue, 6, Michigan, 5, Texas, 4, Villanova, 3, Kansas, 2, UCLA, and 1, Gonzaga. How can you rank a program that has new students? Some of them got new coaches, new trainers, whatever. They ain't played. They haven't played a damn game. I think you should wait five or six games in before you even sit down to make a list. It's clearly prejudice because ain't nobody played no basketball this year. Why for? Why for? So unnecessary. I forgot to mention my Chicago Blackhawks. I know I said I don't watch hockey until playoffs, but I'm a Blackhawks fan, unfortunately. Um, so what they did over the weekend was not shit. Um, the hockey regular season started October 11th. Their first game was the 13th. They, I thought they were 0-5 because I was looking at the final scores. But that's just, just proof that you learn something new every day. They are not 0-5. They are 0-4-1 because in hockey, there are no ties. But if you go past regulation, you get one point for that, even if you don't win it. If you, well, if you win it, you get three points. But it doesn't count as a loss, but it also doesn't count as a win. It counts as a loss in overtime or shootout. So because they lost an overtime shootout game, they are 0-4-1, which is still shitty, but I guess it's not as bad. Also, oh, I, I said that wrong. You don't get three points for a win in, soccer, in hockey. That's soccer. You get two points for a win in hockey, which doesn't help my Blackhawks because we still ain't got no day. Well, no, we have one point. Um, but yeah, they ain't do nothing. Hopefully, hopefully they figure it out or make some trades, fire some people, something. I can't, I can't do this this season. Not hockey. Not hockey. Okay, okay. So. How I plan to, hope I'm not yelling at y'all, how I plan to go about um, implementing basketball into this, right? It, that would make it kind of tedious. So I'm coming up with a new format. As you guys know, I'm learning this as I do it. So the Tuesday morning, okay, if I didn't tell you, my plan is to have new episodes Tuesday morning and Friday morning. It just works better for me that way. Because I think if I hold off until like the afternoon, the episodes are not going to get done. Um, so Tuesday morning and Friday morning is when you should see new episodes from me. I don't have a time frame exactly because, you know, I get off work and I do other stuff and blah, blah, blah. So the Tuesday, aside from, I, I'm trying to give you guys like news from the black community when I find it. Um, any kind of like legal type of things statewide or, or nationwide. I try to stay abreast of news in different parts of the country and also global news aside from, and my random you know rants and complaints um aside from that when it comes to sports you guys know i'm a sports fanatic and i'll watch any sport i'm mostly keeping it basketball and football and now i'm implementing baseball because you know we in there um there will not be any collegiate covering of baseball 
maybe when they get to their World Series, if I haven't found something else to to watch, because I think it's like in the summertime. Um, so on Tuesday, what I plan on covering is that's when I'm going to do my NFL recap, of course, when I tell you the score of each game. Um, and then also on the show that will be coming out, the show, is this a show or an episode? Anyway, the thing is coming out November 2nd. That will be after the eighth week. So halfway through the season for NFL, I'm going to come back and tell you what the standings are, um, or at least, you know, by division. Right, right. And so also on Tuesdays, that's when I'm going to do my college football recap and the rankings for the next week. Um, That's covering SEC, ACC, top 25, and the HBCUs. Um, And also when basketball season, as we get further into it, Tuesday mornings, we're going to get the recap of um, Thursday, no, it's not right, of Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games. Um, But only for Atlanta, the Lakers, Charlotte, Chicago, and New Orleans. That's it. I'm not going to sit here and give you guys all 30 teams. That's just, it's too many games. Nonsense. Um, And then uh, also on Tuesdays, college basketball recap from the same, you know, that weekend. But I'm only going to cover South Carolina, obviously, uh, Duke, Pittsburgh, top 25 teams outside of those three. Um, I might bother you with Peach Belt only because my my um, alma mater is in the Peach Belt. But again, it, it won't be every team. And the HBCU by by conference um and not every game and then for the women basketball i'm gonna continue my journey to you know support the sport only gonna be talking about top 25 um and that includes south carolina so then on fridays what i want to give you guys is um after november 2nd of course the nfl division one teams you know by division who they are and what their record is um the NBA recap from Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. But again, only for those, what, five teams. Um, also, every four weeks of the NBA season, I'm going to give you guys the Conference 10 because, you know, they do the play-in. So we're going to do the Conference 10, Western Conference, and Eastern Conference, right? And then on Friday mornings, I'll also give you the um, NCAA basketball ranking, their top 25, um, and their Tuesday through Thursday recap. Yeah, Tuesday night, Thursday night recap. It's it's only going to be like three or four games, really. And then also, as we move into hockey season, I know we talked briefly about it. um, I'm only covering the Blackhawks. And at some point when they do, you know, recaps and rankings, it's only going to be for the Western Conference Central Division because that's what the Blackhawks are in. Because NHL – they uh they have 82 game regular seasons too and i i don't care enough about none of them teams i just want my blackhawks to win so that's hopefully how i'm going to continue having it you know organized for the next couple of months but again you know send me some suggestions on how i can make it shorter longer lengthier whatever it is you want to see cuz i'm here for you Okay, if you have made it to the end of this, I greatly appreciate it. 
as always, I'm open to to uh, criticism, whether it be constructive or not. I'm not that sensitive. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at K-E-C-H-A-E-L-A. That's K-E-C-H-A-E-L-A. That's what I write, K-E-C-H. Yeah, that's me. Also, the website for the podcast is anchor.fm slash razzledazzle, R-A-Z-Z-L-E-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. That's R-A-Z-Z-L-E-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. I think I'm going to make a commercial for this. I don't know. Um, If you would like to reach out to me, um, I post questions every now and then on the actual website, polls, because I want feedback. You can just leave me a line. You can listen to every episode of this podcast on that website. You can also click the link to support this podcast with a monthly donation if you would like. I would greatly appreciate it. In increments of, what is it, 99 cents, 5.99, and 9.99 through Google Pay. But check the website if you are interested in that. Um, anything else? Anything else? Anything else? I think I've spoken my piece. Was there another complaint before I got out of here? I don't, no, 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 no complaints that I can think of. So that's it. Um, Again, thanks for hanging out with me and I will see you guys Tuesday morning.